for joining us. This is for your distraction. Adam, off. how's it going? It's going good. We've been off for a little while. Oh, we missed, missed the holidays. Holidays, yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Not too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, how was yours? Pretty good. Pretty good. I like getting together with family, celebrating the rape and murder of the indigenous people. You know. Yeah, you know. Usual. You know. I love the I love the uh, the classic meme. You know the old show uh, King of the Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a class. There was a classic meme of uh, Dale Gribble. It says, uh, "John Redcorn, does your people celebrate Thanksgiving?" John Redcorn's in the back of the van, like we did once. <laughs> King of the Hill, fine show. Yeah, was the yeah. I don't know if I could ever watch that show again, but I watched it once. Yeah. Watched it once. Well, we we once. celebrated once. <laughs> yes, once. <laughs> Um, it's been, it's been a while. It's been since before Halloween since we recorded, actually. We didn't talk, we didn't even talk about Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you for Halloween? We didn't even talk about that. Wow. We were that far away? Yeah. It's, it's, we we didn't even talk about that. Halloween, I was Captain Hook. Darn, matey, Captain Hook. I was Super Mario for Halloween. So, that was a, that was an interesting, we partied it up, you know, we had a, we had a good old, we had a good old romping time during Halloween. It was a very nice time. Yeah, yeah. One, Lots of debauchery. One thing I will give anybody anybody advice if you wear a fake mustache. I have a real mustache, but I don't have a good thick mustache for Super Mario. If you're wearing a fake mustache and you're going to a party that you're doing a lot of drinking, be be forewarned. Your mustache is going to absorb a lot of alcohol. So be forewarned. That thing's going to store a lot of booze for you later. So... So speaking of booze, what are you drinking right now? I'm drinking a little bit of Yingling. That's your go-to. A little bit of Yinglings. I, I don't know how much drinking I'm going to do tonight. My my stomach's a little 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 queasy, little, little queasy. I think I got that E. coli. I think oh. I, got, I think I got that little E. coli. Yeah. How'd you get E. coli? I think I got that E. coli. I had a salad. Yeah. Yeah, I ate a salad. That, you don't like salads. I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm forcing myself to eat a little bit healthier. So I've been eating salads a little bit. But you know, there's an epidemic that went around. You know the the uh, really? the E. coli epidemic of the uh, romaine lettuce. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Guess you salad eaters, you you vegetarians and vegans are in trouble. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a funny meme in regards to that. It said, uh, "So the CDC comes out and says that your romaine lettuce may be tainted with E. coli, and everybody's quick to burn their lettuce." Meanwhile, the same, the same organization tells you to vaccinate your children, and then magically they're part of the Illuminati. Well, I mean, it's because the Illuminati controls your life. That's why, you know. Yeah, but they don't. But they do. No, they do. They really don't. I've seen National Treasure. Yeah, that's a movie. I I have a friend who is like this huge, huge conspiracy theorist guy, and. You know, a little bit. It's it's fine. You know, it's funny sometimes. Uh-huh. I mean, I've gone down the rabbit hole before. But, I've I've watched the alien videos on YouTube and stuff like that. You know, but he is convinced that the the forest fires that are wreaking havoc in California right now that have killed like sixty people. That's intense. He is he is convinced that NASA and the government caused them by space lasers. I heard that's a thing. Yeah, he's he's like dead balls serious. And I'm just like waiting for his punchline. And I'm like, dude, come on. People are dying. Like, stop joking. He's like, 
oh, I'm I'm dead ball serious. And I'm like, I can't even but talk. What's to you the motivation though? Did he did I you had to have asked him like what's you had to have went down the rabbit hole with him though. Like you, when somebody says something like that, you gotta ask him like, okay, what's what's the motivation then? I don't really know. Um it had something to do with federal funding going to California. California was not listening to the Trump administration and still sponsoring sanctuary cities. Like I'm, I'm dead serious, dude. This was this was so out there, so absolutely out. So there. because California wasn't listening to Trump, Trump ordered NASA yes. to aim the secret space lasers at yes. California. Yes. To and his, yeah. Wow. His reasons are he's like, have you even looked at photos of the fire? He's like, there's trees. There's like pine trees and evergreen trees that aren't touched by flames. Meanwhile, houses and houses are destroyed. Like, it's it's so batshit crazy. This this guy's this, he's a good guy, but damn, he's he's way off the deep end. So your E. coli's kicking in, huh? I mean, I don't really know if it is that. I mean, I, I had like I ate a salad and then like literally two hours later I saw the article and I was like, Well, I'm fucked. Did you have romaine lettuce yeah, or did you have ro- iceberg? I had, I had romaine lettuce. Oh, Literally, it said romaine lettuce. I'm like, oh, shit. And then, like, the next day, like, my stomach was in pain. And, like, I had, I was, like, in bed just, oh, my God. And for, like, two days, I was just, for a cup for, like, two or three days, I was just, like, just my stomach was just hurting and everything like that. It wasn't, like, really bad. But well, I don't, yeah. it could have been that or it could have been my medication acting up. I don't know. Well, speaking of your medication, you've been talking on the show. You've had some killer headaches for some time now, and now your E. coli is kicking up, and you have some good news on that front. Would you like to? I feel like I feel like we gotta have a new segment. We have Adam talks about school. Yeah, and now we gotta have like old timey like music where it's like Adam talks about medicines. <laughs> Adam talks about his medicines. Yeah, because it's like. I figured I'd been like I'd have to wait another forty years before I have to talk about like medicine and medications and my health, but like now it's like my my health is so piss poor at the moment that like I have to talk about it all the time. But like guess guess who's uh who's who's getting his uh who's getting his weed card? His weed card. He's getting his weed card. I'm, so medical marijuana yeah, for Adam. Yeah, I'm I'm finally getting I I've gotten everything situated. You know all the. All the confusion from before has been taken care of, and I'm getting my medicinal marijuana card, so my unbearable headaches that I've been dealing with that have rendered me just bedridden all the time and just in constant amounts of pain that I've been having to fight through is just hopefully will be dealt with. I'm waiting for my card to come in. The second it comes in, I'm heading down to the dispensary. I'm going to see what I can get from the pharmacist down there, and I'm going to try some out. I'm hoping... I'm really hoping, crossing my fingers, this solves a problem. I'm still going to see a neurologist. I'm still going to... I had... I I, w- I was in the hospital last week for it. I would, You know, that that's how bad it was. I had a CT scan done. Showed nothing. I'm going to go to a neurologist. I'm going to get an MRI done. It's going to probably show nothing. Hopefully, cross your fingers. You know, hope it shows nothing. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping. I'm hoping... Really hoping because this has really been hitting me hard because it's affecting like every aspect of my life. So for people who are listening from other states, we, we live in Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania just recently passed 
medical marijuana. So there's some states like California. California has had medical marijuana forever. I have family that live there. They It's like second nature. Like everybody's there got, got their medicinal marijuana card for something or other. They stub their toe, they can get their weed card. But, uh, like, and then there's states like Colorado that have recreational already passed. But Pennsylvania, we're a little behind the curve on this. Yeah. So we just recently got medical marijuana. Adam, you, you saw one doctor who denied you. I didn't see the doctor. Oh. I, I tried to make an appointment with the doctor. It was, I'm not even going to say it was my fault. I'm going to blame the receptionist who I talked to because the receptionist didn't explain to me properly. I called to try to make an appointment, and the receptionist didn't explain it to me properly until I, I asked further. I asked further, like, what the fuck is going on? And the receptionist finally explained to me properly. Apparently, the reason why the doctor I talked to told me that I couldn't make an appointment with them was because the doctor I was trying to make an appointment with could only prescribe medicinal marijuana to patients who have the condition that the doctor had a specialty for. So like if it had a certain if I had a certain type of cancer or whatever that doctor especially for then I could go see him. If I had known that a long time ago, I would have probably had my card like a month ago or something like that. So now when I had that taken care of, I made like another appointment with another doctor and she saw me within like a day. And within a day I was in the doctor's office and I talked to her. We sat down for like an hour discussing it and everything like that and yeah. Everything was taken over. Everything taken was hunky dory. Yeah. Okay, my next question is because I'm kind of ignorant on this. Like I said, we're we're new to this here. But when you get your card and you go to the dispenser dispensary? Dispensary. Dispensary. Yeah. When you go there, you don't get like a baggie of green ganja, right? Like, like you don't smoke it. You get like there's like they do cannabis oil or they do edibles. Apparently, or they do hemp pills. In Pennsylvania, the only thing you don't do is edible. Evidently, oh. that's the only thing you don't do in PA. They don't sell edible stuff in Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. But they do everything else. Oils. I guess they do uh, herb as well. They do everything else. The only thing they don't do is edible. So, so you could get smokable. Yes. Really, I you think that wouldn't be very health conscious either because smoking anything whether it's natural or not into your lungs can't be good for you no but you'd think the cannabis oil would be the route they'd want you to go yeah but i mean it it's just a matter of preference of the person that uh wants to take it. and you're gonna have to probably do trial and error like i think you're open to try whatever whenever more than likely i'm more than likely i'm gonna be vaping it's more more than likely i'm gonna vape because it's you need to get a weed pen. Yes, that's more like it. Because because it's it is a it's a it's a it's I'm going to use the word neater, not as in like a cooler, but it's a neater way of it's it's less messy than taking like herb, grinding it up, and filling up a, like a pipe or something like that. It's it's less messy than to just take like a pen or something like that and using that on on the go. You so know? you vape now. I don't vape now. You vape now. I don't vape now because I don't have a vape pen. <laughs> I will vape. Oh, well, once you start future, vaping, I want you to vape. come on here and say, Hey, Scott, guess what? I vape now. Yeah, when I start vaping, <laughs> I will vape. Okay, yes. good. You'll vape now. But, like, they all, like, it, it's really interesting because, like, apparently there is, like, there's even, like, disposable, like, vape pens where it's, like, you just have, like, they sell, apparently, vape cartridges, 
where it's like you buy like a vape pen and then you buy like oil cartridges where you just like screw it on and then you smoke that and then when that's depleted you just take the cartridge off toss it away and then buy new cartridges and then they also have other ones which are disposable vape pens which are just like one use things where it's like you use it once it's depleted you throw it away and then you buy a new pen kind of thing which are a little bit cheaper obviously not as expensive as like regular pens but like that kind that kind of route for like if you want to try something new or something like that you Mm. know apparently that they sell them on that route or if i just want to try you know og kush and just get something along that route and just get some get get that you know i could do that i they listen it's really crazy because the dispensary what's really cool about it is i can go online and they have the full menu on the dispenser on the like you can see the price you can see the menu of everything you can see the names what it does what it helps take care of, what it helps alleviate everything is on is is on the like the whole menu is online so Let's see, I'll take uh, two Pineapple Express, one Maui Waui, and one Cranium Kablooey. Look, this doctor, it was really crazy. It was really crazy for me because I'm not, like, versed in marijuana speak. Really not. I've I've dabbled in the past. It, I In the past, I've... I've been a puff puff pass kind of person, individual where it's like I've smoked a I've smoked a few times where I've been at parties and somebody will pass and I'll you know I'll I will partake, but I've never been experienced in the marijuana language. But you know she starts bringing up some terminology, she'll like Maui Wowie, OG Kush, things like that, and I'm just like purple sticky. I'm just punch. like I'm talking to I'm talking to a fucking doctor <laughs> about this shit, and she's talking about medicine to me, and I'm like she's talking like a college student right now, and I'm like holy shit. Like, this is a this is like the real deal right yeah, now. Yeah. Pretty gnarly, man. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit. See, I'm old school too. See, I smoked weed last night, but it was but it was a bowl. Like it was the old fashioned way. And a bowl wasn't vaping. I'm you kids get off my lawn type thing. That's me. It's some old fashioned, but it is what it is. Yeah. Good, I'm proud happy for you. Hope it works out. I really do, because what here what's really cool about it is like I'm not just going to get stuff that'll help with like headache symptoms. I got to get stuff that helps with like whatever the headaches have done to me. Cause like, you know, depression, anxiety, like the headaches have affected me in like irritability, depression, anxiety, my energy level. Like it's affected me in all different kinds of other ways. So I got to get stuff that helps me with that because like you've noticed me, I've changed a lot over the past, you know, a few months. I'm more irritable. Like I don't want to come out as much. I don't want to do things. I, I like, I'm just, I'm like angry. I'm like, you've noticed it's affected mm-hmm. me a lot. So, we'll get that good. Good, maybe that'll help you. Hopefully, I'm hoping that maybe I can socialize a little more. I have Put more a little pep in your step. That's 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 the goal. That's that's the idea. Well, I'm, gonna, <coughs> I'm planning on going with you. You, you have to go. The initial consultation, you have to go to Pittsburgh. I'm, I don't. I don't have to, but that's it's recommended. Recommended. Yes. So I'm planning on going with you. Hopefully that works out. Hopefully the stars align. Because I'm curious too. I want to. See how this goes. We'll, we'll we'll report back here on the show. Let you know how it turned out, and from then on out, you can go to like a closer yeah. one. But yeah, so I'm excited. Excited to see where this takes us. What would be really cool is you said you said that you read somewhere that they plan in the future on opening one in Farrell, and that would be really nice. Yeah, like right in our town here, because yeah. I live in the area, mm-hmm. and that would be amazing. Because then I wouldn't have to drive 40 minutes to right. go, you know, stock up if I needed to. Yeah. You know, so, so that we'll would be see. amazing. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Fuck we'll yeah. See how it goes. Pretty cool. So you drinking the Yingling. I am currently drinking 
Labatt Blue Light. It's a it's a hockey night and for FYD, but yeah, it is. I drink the, I usually drink this beer when I'm watching hockey. It makes me think of hockey. Tastes like Canada, but drinking Labatt Blue Light tonight. You're drinking Yingling, but more importantly, Adam, we're gonna do shots of something here. I'm a big fan. We're gonna drink Slipovitz. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Slipovitz. It is a plum. Sounds bra- Russian. Plum brandy. Well, Eastern European. Yes, it's from Croatia. I've had this stuff before. I'm a huge fan. I'd been looking for it, looking for it. I finally found it at the liquor store. I got so excited. I bought some for the holidays. And I would like you to try it with me. So we're going to take shots of Slipovitz Plum Brandy here on the show. And we're going we're gonna to rate it and we're going to see what we think about it. So, All right, let's, all right. Let's do it. All right. Down the hatch. Ting. Around the head. Who said head? I'll drink, I'll drink to, to that. that. pretty smooth it's pretty smooth not mm. gonna lie yum and i'm not a huge plum fan do you like plums oh really me neither i, I don't really like plum flavored things but plum brandy man mm, it's good shit good good shit not really a brandy drinker for the most part like there's some you can make anything flavored brandy I've had dandelion flavored brandy before. Dandelion. I thought it was pretty awful, but there's some people who like it. Yes, you can make anything flavored brandy, but I was introduced to this plum brandy. Um, it was last summer. I went to this. We have my last name being Malanki. I'm Slovak, and they have a Orthodox food festival. That's why you call your steak Malank. Uh, Orthodox food festival here in, in the valley where they have all kinds of ethnic foods from Greece, from Serbia, from Slovenia, from the Czech Republic, from from all these Eastern European countries. They, they make their food. And I, I, I go to it every year. I was enjoying it. And I, I went last year and this guy came up to me. He, drunk as a skunk, hammered off his ass, just liked me, made friends with him. And he had a bottle of this stuff. And we did several shots of it. It was so good. So good. Well, I had forgotten the name of it. Didn't even know this guy. I wonder why. So I went back this summer. Couldn't find I was hoping to find that guy. Couldn't find him. But I saw a bunch of old men drinking crazy things. And I'm like, they're going to know what I'm talking about. So I went up to them. They spoke broken English. It was really cool. But I kind of explained to them what it was. I said, plum. it was plum brandy. They're like, oh, slip of it. Slip of it. So I got some, found, finally found it, got some, and now we, we've had it. And I'm a big fan, big fan. I have to do another one before it's the show's over. It's not bad. It's do another right. one before the show's over. I'll have to do a small one. Yeah. Definitely a smaller one. But yeah. It's, not it's, only, it's only 40%. It's kind of tame. 40% yeah. alcohol by volume. Slip of its plum, plum brandy. I'm a big fan. It's kosher for Passover, Adam. So Hey-o. you got that going for you. All right, well, All right. let's get into it, huh? Let's get into it. We got to pour one out for one's homies. Oh, uh, I'm not going to pour any of this Libovitz out, but no, but we got to pour one out will. for one's homies. We lost, uh, we lost a great man. We lost, uh, we lost yes, a great. We man. did. We knew it was coming, though. It, it was. We we knew for a long time that he was getting up there. We How knew old if, was he? Ninety five. 
95 in the 95 end. 95 years old, okay. Great life, great life. Uh, we we knew it was coming for a long time because he was getting up there in age. He was getting up there in age. He the last couple old. years, his health was failing. We, yeah. we heard reports, yes. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Talking about the main man, the man himself, the legend himself, legendary Excelsior, Stanley. Stan the Manly. Yes, Stanley. I was a big fan. Died. I was devastated when I heard about this. When when I when I first heard Stanley died, I at first I didn't believe it. At first I was like, Nah, no way, no way, because Stanley seemed like the kind of man that was like he's gonna be around forever. Like like he's gonna outlive us all. Like he's a cockroach. He's literally a cockroach. He will live out. He will outlive the world. You fucking cockroach. Yeah, he will. He will outlive everybody. Like he. Like we will be old men. And we will see, see there's Stan Lee. He, he's he's in he's in Iron Man seventy two, you know. <laughs> just there he is. Like, I mean, in the great, all he's responsible for all the greats. I mean, let's do the list: Spider Man, Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Four, the X Men, the Avengers, all of them. Fantastic like, Four is his first one. Yeah, like that was that was his start. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But yeah. He... Sad. Sad. Very sad. He lived a great life. And, and I loved his cameos that he does in all the films based off his characters. I played... What's great about it was I played uh, I played Marvel Spider-Man on PS4. The he, new one. The new yeah, Spider-Man. the new game. Spider-Man. He even had a cameo in that. Yeah? He had, he had, they gave Stan, Stanley a cameo in that film. He I think he played the cafe in the game you mean yeah in the game he i think he played like the cafe owner or something like that it was something like it was something like that i think he was or he or he played some random guy in like one of the cutscenes on the street i can't can't remember what it was i have to go back and play the game again to see but he uh he definitely had a cameo in that game too so i i don't know how true this is but i heard internet buzz internet rumors that they knew that his health was failing and disney's got a plan they've got They've got their different phases lined up. They know what movies are coming. I had heard they have already filmed some scenes with him for future cameos. I don't know how accurate that is. They'll probably unre- be unrelated to storylines, but maybe posted as yeah. after credits or such. Maybe. Because he's done those before, too. I hope that's accurate. I hope that's not just false. Because I'd like to... You know, It'll be nice to see him hanging around. So... Excelsior, man, he... Ah, I mean, it's sad, but I mean, like, he lived a long life, and I mean, he managed to... He outlived his wife. His wife recently died. It's it's a shame. It's a shame in the end he had... He died with all the controversy that started to surround him, all the... What uh, are you talking about? Uh... What was it? There was the, uh... You know oh, the controversial stories. Let me let me look at them. There was the. I had heard, at one, I don't know, again. I don't know how true this is. His social media accounts were taken over by not him, and there was something to do with his estate. His estate was seized by his power of attorney. Yeah, something like that. And um, he was fighting. To get the rights back, or it was his his kids wanted to get the like they were gonna lose the entire 
inheritance, the rights to the Marvel comics. All this stuff was taken over by his attorney. And I don't know the details behind it because I, I briefly remember hearing about it this past summer. But, like, I followed Stan Lee on Twitter and on Facebook and the other social medias. And he used to post all the time. And it stopped. And there was just, like, started being random ads posted by him. And that's not him. He's not a sellout. Yeah. So then he posted an actual video of him. And he says, you know, unless you see, unless it's not a video by me, then it's not me. That was his thing now. So that, that's some controversy (laughs) I'd heard about. I'm a little, I'm a little sad. I didn't get to meet him. Yeah, I never got to meet him either. I'm a little sad. Like he was, he was one of those kind of guys where it's like, I always want to, I always want to meet him, but I, he, I always assume maybe I'll get to meet him someday. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm gonna meet him someday. Maybe we'll, I'll get to a comic con someday. Maybe I we'll get to meet him or something yeah, like that. He went to a lot of comic cons. He but... was always at a comic con. Something, and that was something that was always great about Stanley is he always loved the fans. He was always like big, big into into the fans. He was always big into the fans, big into loving his fans. He loved being around the people. He he wasn't one of those kind of creators that was always like when fans want to be around him and talk about like his stories or talk about how much they loved what he, what he did, he wasn't like one of those kind of creators was like, Oh, I've heard it all before. Like, leave me alone. Like he was always big into it. Like it seemed like it at least. So that was like one of those, like, like he just loved what he did. And that's what made him like a jewel. Like that was like, he was, he was too good for this world. Really? Like he was almost too good for this world. The world didn't deserve a man like him, but that's what made him perfect for it. Very kind words. Very kind words. Now that we said some really kind words about him, let's get into some let's get into some nitty gritty stuff. So, did you hear about the controversy that came up after Stanley that the Bill Maher controversy? Oh, what Bill Maher? No, I don't. I'm actually I'm actually a Bill Maher fan. We've talked about this on the podcast before, Adam. You know I'm pretty hard on comedians. There's not many comedians out there that I find entertaining and funny, especially when it comes to stand-up. I actually really like Bill Maher. He makes me laugh. He's funny. But I did not hear what he said about Stan Lee. (coughs) After Stan Lee died, he posted... Bill Maher decided to, to... as you know, as we just guffed about Stanley, as the entire world guffed about Stanley, because Stanley is a living legend, Bill Maher decided. Former living. Former living. Yes. Former living. Sorry about that. Uh, former living legend Stanley will always be a legend. Um, Bill Maher decided to post in his blog after he died. And I'm going to read the blog post. It's very short. So this was just it was, his blog or his Twitter? It, it was, was It was. On, it was in his blog. It wasn't it, on, like, real time, his show or anything. Uh, it was. It's It's his blog, Real Time with Bill Maher Blog. Oh, okay. That's what it's called, okay. Real Time Bill Maher Blog. It's the website, real, the, uh, www.realtimewithbillmaher.com or billmaherblog.com. If you really want to go see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can Google it. You'll find it. Um, but the blog post is called Adulting. And it's uh, posted November 17th, 2018. I don't remember the exact date of his death, but the post was November 17th, 2018. Uh, Stanley died November 12th. Sorry. Stanley died on November 12th. So this is five days after Stanley died. 
<coughs> basically, yeah. basically, this is this is what he wrote. The guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Someone on Reddit posted, quote, I'm so incredibly grateful I lived in a world that included Stan Wee, end quote. Personally, I'm grateful I lived in a world that included oxygen and trees, but to each his own. Now I have nothing against comics. I read them now and then when I was a kid, and I was all out of, or, and I, or, blah, blah, sorry about that. Now I have nothing against comic books. I read them now and then when I was a kid, and I was all out of Hardy Boys. But the assumption everyone had back then, both the adults and the kids, was that comics were for kids, and when you grew up, you moved on to big boy books without the pictures. But then 20 years or, or 20 years or so ago, something happened. Adults decided they didn't have to give up kid stuff, and so they pretended comic books were actually sophisticated literature. And because Americans have, because America has over 4,500 colleges, which means we need more professors than we have smart people, some dumb people got to be professors by writing theses like with titles like otherness and heterodoxy within the silver surfer and now and then adults are forced to do grown-up things like buy auto insurance and they call it adulting and act like it's some giant struggle i'm not saying we've necessarily gotten stupider the average joe is smarter in a lot of ways than he was in say the 1940s when a big night out was a three stooges short and a carmen miranda musical the problem is we're using our smarts on stupid stuff I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. That was his big post. Now, that was obviously not a bash directly at Stan Lee. He wasn't... He was mainly bashing comic book fans. People that... He's bashing the medium that Stan Lee helped to create. Yes. Arguably credited with creating. Yes. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, yeah. But. Yeah. Now, people did not like, obviously, what he said. I because, can imagine. Because... Get ready, internet. Yeah, get ready, internet. Here comes the muscles. I, for one, absolutely disagree with anything, with whatever that post said, because, first of all, there's significant... If obviously he's not read a lot of comic books because there's first of all there's significant mature themes in a lot of comic books. If you've read any X Men book, you would know that X Men is an allegory for racism in America. If you've read basically a lot of comic books, you would know that a lot of comic books parody a lot of different mature themes. So if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Stan Lee was a pretty liberal guy. Yeah, like. If you just read the metaphors in his comics, like it's it's yeah, he's he's not there's no way in the I didn't see any direct attacks against Donald Trump, but I'd be willing to bet that Stanley was not a fan of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is Doctor Doom, let's face it. Basically, like I love I love the f- I love this first comment, which is the most recent comment on his blog. Um for over 50 years, the X-Men has been a metaphor for the dangers and consequences of persecution uh, uh, of r- racial and theological or origin 
or orientation base since 1939 the struggle between batman and the joker has mirrored the struggle between anti-nihilism and nihilism which forms the core of nietzsche's philosophy and garth ennis 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 i can't pronounce that last name magnum opus preacher was a testament to the human potential to find meaning and value in the world without god mm-hmm. which i love, I love it preacher by the way yeah which i love it because those three points are like okay that's a very very educated it's a very very educated comment which are all true to his comment of yeah only dumb people like comic books thank you commenter of this john fielding by the way thank you yeah i don't I don't necessarily agree with Bill Maher in this one. I kind of see where he's coming from. That's Bill Maher Maher basically commenting on it so he can take... That's Bill Maher basically taking a controversial stand for the sake of being controversial. That's all it is. Which he's done before. That's all it is. He's done before when he has... You know, he's been this liberal juggernaut on his HBO show Real Time with Bill Maher. He has gone out and attacked any Tea Party, Donald Trump, right-wing, Christian, evangelical, Republican, conservative, whatever. He attacks them up and down. But at the same time, if you've ever watched his uh, documentary, Religicalis, he attacks Islam and is spouting some of the same hatred that you hear from the right when they attack Islam. And uh, there was a great clip on the internet of Ben Affleck, actually, speaking of comic books, was one of his guests on Real Time, who Ben Affleck's a huge Hollywood left-wing liberal. Like, there's no question about it. He He's proud of that title. And on this episode, Bill Maher gets into a fight with him because Bill Maher is attacking Islam. And, and Ben Affleck fights him for it. So, no, no, Bill Maher is no stranger to controversy on either side of the aisle here. Um, yeah, I, I don't agree with him. I don't. I think he's being, he's being way too general. He's pro, he's thinking of like Archie and Jughead comic books more than the graphic novels that we have today, like the first commenters whose comment you read. There's much, there's a lot more substance. To today's comics, well, what he's than there of, were back in the Boy Scout Superman of the 1940s. Well, I think what he's thinking of, I think what he's thinking of when he's thinking of it is he's thinking, oh look, it's a picture book. There's pictures in it. There's not a lot of words in it. That means it's for kids. That's I think that's the point he's trying to make. There, it's it's got a lot of pictures and not a lot of words. That means it's for dummies. That's the point he's trying to make. I mean, there are there are fewer words than say a novel, but they're are pictures, but that's part of the artistic stance. It's it's helping you. I mean, when you read a book, when you read a novel, there's no pictures. You're forced to use your imagination and draw in your mind what the characters look like, what the setting looks like. That's why when sometimes a movie comes out based on a book, people who love the book hate the movie because they're like, oh, I didn't picture that character to look that way. Oh, I didn't picture that home to look that way, you know? People get mad. Whereas comics, you don't have that issue. We knew what Tony Stark and Iron Man's suit was going to look like because we've seen it in print for the last 50 years. Like, we know what he was going to look like when Iron Man the movie finally came out. So, the reason why, the reason why I say that's his opinion of it, the reason why I say he doesn't, he assumes that 
that they're all stupid books because they have pictures is simply because of his last sentence in his first paragraph. But the assumption everyone had back then, both the adults and the kids, was that comics were for kids. And when you grew up and moved on to big boy books without the pictures. Yeah. That's as, so basically big boy, big boy books are books that don't have pictures. I'm sorry. Have you ever read a textbook, buddy? Textbooks have lots of pictures. Textbooks. I mean, I'm in school. I got lots of textbooks. They've got pictures. Textbooks, you know, they yeah. teach you things. Yeah, I mean, but think about it. Like, like when is a ten-year-old gonna go pick up the number one bestseller on the New York's Best Times list and read it? They're not. They're not. They're gonna read comic books. Whereas adults. Adults buy those books. Adults read books without pictures. So I think that's what he means when he's calling them big boy books. Kids don't read those kind of books. I'm not saying he's right, Adam. I'm just devil's advocate here. I know, I'm just saying, but but I'm also saying, like, he also... But he also calls them dumb books because... He also calls, like, comic books kids' books because they have pictures. So... I don't see why it just can't be an artistic rendition of a literary medium. That's because they got pictures. They're picture they books. Picture books. Because little kids read picture books. Because little, you know, you know, you you know, Berenstain Bears have or they got pictures in them. They're picture the, books. The who? The Berenstain Bears. They got pictures. The who? The Berenstain Bears. The Berenstain Bears. The Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears. Is it a Berenstain? I don't remember. What timeline are we on right now? We're in the Berenstain timeline. Oh, okay, Berenstain. Berenstain Bears are picture books. Okay. Well, Bill Maher had a response. After the internet had its shitstorm. Because, you know, internet has a shitstorm. Bill Maher being comedian. Of course, he's got to respond to it. He was on Larry King. Larry King was interviewing him. You know, as apparently they like to do. Because Larry King's still on TV. Apparently he is. Jeez. Larry King was interviewing him on Wednesday. And he had a response. Larry King asked him about it, apparently. And Bill Maher's response was this, quote, Talk about making my point for me. Yeah, I don't know very much about Stanley, and I and it certainly wasn't a swipe at Stanley. I'm agnostic on Stanley. I don't read comic books. I don't even. I didn't even read them when I was a child. What I was saying is a culture that thinks that comic books and comic book movies are profound meditations on the human conditions is a dumb fucking culture. And for people to like get mad just proves my point. That was his response. Apparently. People that got he mad. He doubled down. He doubled. He doubled down on everything. He mm-hmm. he KFC doubled down on that shit and basically said like Discount double check. Yeah, he basically said you people that got pissed off and tried to prove me wrong just prove my point that you people are stupid. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So he's just. He's just trying to be that guy. Right yeah, now. he really is. I mean, I get it, Bill Maher. I I hate Donald Trump too. He's awful. He's terrible. But to point the finger at the comic book culture for his rise, I, I don't think that's accurate. I don't. I, I wonder if he watched Thor: Dark World, and that's what like that's the only comic book movie he watched. And that's his, his opinion, maybe. Like, I wonder if he's ever seen, like, a comic book movie. 
Or maybe he's like watched like some of the DC shitstorms, and that's where like his opinions are coming out. Because like he, like he, like he says, he's never read a comic book movie. Maybe he's confusing DC with Marvel, and so he's thinking that you know the shitty DC movies are like the Marvel movies. Maybe he doesn't know what good comic book movies are. I'm wondering. I'm all for Bill Moore having his opinion. If he wants to have his opinion, fine. Have his opinion. But to say that Stanley, to say that the the comic books haven't had any profound, any kind of meaning on culture or, or any kind of, just any kind of profound meaning on human culture is, is a, is a dumb fucking statement for you to make. Considering the fact you've never read a fucking comic book in your life. Cause you, you don't know anything about the comic book medium yourself. Like, it's like I just said earlier, like, X-Men is an allegory for racism in America. Like, it's, it's basically, it's basically like it's it's what it, it's that's what i just said it's racism in america it's it's the x the mutants in, in the uh x-men comic books are black people dealing with uh racism like i don't know how much more clear i can make that and there's there's plenty plenty of other metaphors like that in, on all these other comic books like i i mean i i get what you're read, saying read a fucking comic book yeah, read I, read a series of comics. Do they have silly things in them? Yes, because they are still read by kids, but they also have mature themes in them because they are also read by adults. Read a fucking read read. You don't even have to read a comic book series. Like read some Wikipedia articles. That's all, or read just yeah. I I like Bill Maher. I do. I agree with him probably nine times out of ten. This is the one out of the ten time that I don't agree with him, and because of that, I, it would be it would be unfair to me to give him a pass. If this was coming from a right wing religious nut who was attacking Stanley after he died, I'd be more angry. So to for me to not say this, fuck you, Bill Maher, fuck you and your stupid ass. Like I get it, you're angry, you're pissed off. Just go back to your apartment in New York and just sit there and be angry all the time and shit on everything that people like. So what if it is an autonomous, mindless thing? We like it. We enjoy it. So what if it's mindless? I don't care. It's not hurting anybody. Like, dumb, like, comic books did not get Donald Trump elected. I don't think comic books got Donald Trump elected. I really don't. Because guess what? People that voted for Donald Trump don't read comic books. Like, they really don't. If they read They comic, really don't! They they would be mad at these these metaphors that comic books are... Either that or they'd be too stum- dumb to understand them, but the I people that, the don't people think that read conservatives Don- read comic books. I don't think they do. The people that read comic books are the, the people that watch Star Trek and shit like yes. that. Like... And the people that watch Star Trek are the people that like Gene Roddenberry and the people that like that kind of shit. And the people, like... I feel like comic book nerds are liberals for the most part. I feel like... I'm sure there's a few Springer that aren't, but... Maybe not liberals, but, like, more democratic, at the very least. I, I don't think they're Trump... They're Trump-tards out there either, though. I don't think they are. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 th- I think he's he's placing his rage in the wrong areas. I think he just he Bill Maher seems like you know way more about him than I do. I I he's not on my spectrum because I don't he's not on my spectrum because of this and this is how I feel about Bill Maher most of the time. And You're not a fan? 
I'm not the biggest fan of him. Okay. And this fine. is and, and I'm not a fan of him mainly because I have an assumption about him, and you can correct me if I'm wrong about this. Okay. My assumption of Bill Maher is he always has to be on the opposite end of the spectrum of everything. That's very accurate. He always no matter what, if he's right or wrong, he always has to be the underdog and always has to be on the opposite end. If no matter what, even if the other, even if the side that he's opposite of is 100% right, and there's like proof that it is right, if that is, if he, if the other, if that is like the majority, he has to be on the other side, arguing, arguing against it. And I don't like that. I don't like, literally, like, I feel like if there was some big controversial issue that two plus two equals four and there's, and he has to be the other side, they're like, no, two plus two equals three. What are you fuckers doing? You guys are fucking idiots. Like, obviously he wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like he's that kind of person where he has to be on the underdog side of like, you people are stupid, blah, 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 blah. This is my reason why you guys are just a bunch of jagoffs. Like, and I don't like people that are like that, where they just have to, it reminds me, you know what he is? He's Brian from Family Guy. He's Brian from Family Guy. Yeah. He has to be the underdog of the world. Like, he has, he cannot be with the group. He always has to be against the, he's very cynical. He always has to be against the cuff. And even and like I feel like I feel like he's that kind of person where if he argues with somebody and all of a sudden says, "You know what, Bill Maher, you're right. I'm coming to your side of the I'm coming to your side of the table." And the second they move to his side of the table, he'll stand up and move to the other side of the table. He's like, "I disagree with you. I'm moving to the other side of the thing." I don't know if it's that extreme. Because I that he seems like that kind of person. But he 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 holds true to his values for the most part. But if it's something that he could be controversial about. To drum up, you know, ratings, to get people pissed off. You know, I'm a sports guy too, Adam. There's a couple guys who in sports do this. Um, I can throw out some names, but but they they take the extreme. They they take they play on shock value. They'll say stuff like LeBron James is not even a current top ten player in the league, let alone greatest of all time. That's absolute asinine. LeBron James is probably the greatest basketball player of all time, if not number two to Michael Jordan. And these people say he's, he's, I might put him in my top 10 playing right now. Like, but they obviously don't believe that. They're just saying that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys who would do that. And then they get phone calls. They get messages sent to them. They get people saying, you're a fucking idiot. LeBron James is the greatest. And then they hate watch them. I'm guilty of hate listening. AM radio that I get in my radio in my car, it's always conservative talk radio, like the Rush Limbaugh programs. I'll listen to them from time to time. I'll, I'll hate listen. It's a thing. It happens. It happens. I hate listen, and I swear, and I get mad. I don't know why I do it to myself, but I hate listen. And there's people that do that. And I don't know if that's what Bill Maher's going for, but it could be. It could be. Probably. I mean, he's like the polar opposite of those fox news pundits that's what he is he's like literally the polar opposite of those fox news pundits you see and and those fox news pundits are like they're kind of a plague in this country just as much as i think bill maher's kind of a plague in this country because like the fox news pundits spread misinformation 
I don't think Bill Maher spreads misinformation, but I think he does spread a tiny bit of misinformation. Maybe not as much as them, but I think he does spread a tiny bit of misinformation. All right, so that's enough about that. I I think us talking more about Bill Maher is just feeding into what he wants. So let's just say, hey, we disagree with him on this. Stan Lee was a great man. He will be missed. But he will will definitely live on through his characters and the universe that he created. And I'm excited to see where it goes from here. So, yeah. So anyway, pour one out. On. Pour yeah. one out for one's own. Pour homies. one out. Pour one out. So Adam, quick question for you. I got, mm-hmm. I got two things. Two things. Now, do you like to go out to eat to a restaurant? You enjoy? Is that something you like to do? I sometimes when you don't order romaine lettuce. Sometimes, occasionally. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can't go out to eat every day. You'd be broke real quick. Cause yeah. It's more expensive to do that. But I enjoy maybe once a week to go out. Have have dinner somewhere. But. I like. I mean, I I'm a guy that likes you know watching TV when he eats. So you know that's that's me. So the last two restaurants that I think I've gone out to eat at with with family and I have two stories that I would like to share. And the one there's kind of an update. So guilty pleasure. Uh, my wife Kristen and I we went out to eat at Red Lobster. For the seafood red lover, lobster, that's, that's the wrong that, one. No, that's is not that a, thing. No, that's Red Robin. Red young. Robin, that's right. It's red, a red, ro- red thing. lobster for the seafood lover in you. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, okay. But that's okay. We we went to Red Lobster. Um, it's not the greatest. I love seafood. Seafood is my favorite food in the whole wide wide world. See, I'm not a fan. I, I, I'm I'm not a big seafood guy. I could live off of seafood. They're 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 water bugs. That's what they are. They're yum yum yum. Bugs. Chomp chomp chomp. I will eat them up. Eat them up. All right. I. But unfortunately, where we live here in in Western Pennsylvania, we don't have too many good seafood places like you do if you were on the coast down south and such. So Red Lobster is kind of what we have now. I enjoy it. Guilty pleasure. I enjoy Red hey, Lobster. Long John Silver's. Long John Silver's too. That's if you're going fast food for sure. But Red Lobster was doing their Shrimp Fest, which is like the all-you-can-eat shrimp special. Big fan. So Kristen and I went one night. We, we were adulting. We went to a show. We didn't have the kids. They were being watched. You were adultering? What? We were adulting. Oh. We were okay. adulting, like Bill Maher said. Oh, okay. Adulting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, what's going on? So we went to Red Lobster. It was like 9.30 at night, and they closed at 11, and we were some of the only people there. Ordering our food, our food came, and we're like the only people sitting in this section. And I've worked in the restaurant business. I, I waited tables for six and a half years. I actually have my degree in hospitality management. I, I manage a place now. My background is in the hospitality industry, right. rest, restaurant businesses. So uh, we're sitting here, and there's a young young chap. A young, a young, a young whippersnapper. A young bloke who's working this section, and you boy, boy, I say you boy over there. So you could tell that he's he's finishing up for the night. He's counting his money down, and and he has to go get signed out by a manager. 
And this manager comes over, and he's he's a middle-aged, balding, heavy-set gentleman. So me. He walks over. No, he's <laughs> much. He's much much older than you. He was he was probably mid fifties. Oh yeah, shit. Mid okay. mid to late fifties. I'm not there yet. No, no. So he comes over, dude. I kid you not. This old fat fuck. He gets down on his hands and knees with his iPhone and puts his puts his his flashlight on, and he's crawling around on the floor, and he gets he's like, "There's some crumbs back here. There's some you need." There was like a hanging light. He's like, "You need to wipe this light down." Like he was like the most Nazi section checker I've ever seen in my life, and I'm just sitting here watching him. And Kristen's also worked in restaurants; she doesn't do it anymore. But we're both watching what's transpiring, and we're both absolutely, utterly appalled at how this how this gentleman's treating him. So I make the comment to him: "I go, he's under the table with his flashlight." I'm like, "Did you lose something down there?" That's what I do, and he's like. Nope, just checking the section, making sure everything's clean. I'm like, that's pretty fucking intense. <laughs> but I said to the guy, and he gave me a funny look and like walked away. And then the young kid had to like clean whatever he was told that he missed. And I'm like, come here, boy. And he, he walks over. I'm like, I gotta ask you. I said, is that douchebag always like that? Like he's. I, I said, I've worked in the restaurant business a long time, and I've never had a manager. Be that much of a dick about everything. I said, in front of customer. I'm a paying customer right now. He was being such a dick. Well, he laughed about it. He's like, thank you guys. No, no. And I found out later that, no, this was a special scenario. They did have corporate, some people coming in in the morning. Yeah. To, so I, I understand that. Maybe you want to have it super duper clean, but... But just the way he was coming about doing it in front of customers was was very unprofessional in my mind. I, I, I didn't like it. What do you think about that? I think, what what are you going to do? They don't, I mean, Red Lobster isn't open all night. What do you, think of, well, think about this way. You've got this, you got this kid. How, how do you think this kid is? Maybe 21. 21. Yeah. This kid isn't going to be there all night long. This kid is. How long do you think this kid? How long do you think this kid's really going to be there? Well, he was finishing up right now. That he's, was the whole point. Okay, yeah. He, yeah, he's finishing up right right now. The the store's not going to store's not going to be open all night long. You know, like you, it's not like you can wait till the store's closed and then do your inspection. Be like, okay, let me check underneath there and stuff like that. Wait, no customers over there. You got to do what you got to do, and you got to check and make sure everything's solid. You know, I just feel like he was being like. Honestly, if there was a few tiny fucking crumbs under there that he missed, nobody was going to fucking see But that here's shit. the thing. But here's the thing. If if corporate if corporate comes in there and if they if they look on there and they see they look on there and be like, "Oh, look, there's some crumbs under there." They're not going to come be like, "Who cleaned under there? You better catch them." They're going to look and be like, "Oh, look at that. There's some crumbs under there. You don't run a tight enough ship." And they're going to blame him. That's what's going to happen. I ran when I run when I run summer work crew during at, at Westminster College. I work there. Whenever something isn't done right, they don't they don't they don't look at me and they say, "You better get your you better who who cleaned when whenever the supervisors say 
finds figure out something isn't done right they don't sit there and say who cleaned this oh you better tell them clean this right they sit there and say you didn't do this right they tell they tell me you didn't do this right when i told my people to clean something because i'm in charge and it's my responsibility to make sure something is done right when my crew does the clean because even though i'm not physically doing the cleaning it's my responsibility to make sure things are done right i'm not arguing that i'm not a I don't think – I mean, I, I've worked in a lot of different places. If Red Lobster's corporate is that much of a son of a bitch that they would All come in there – All corporates are, though. That's no, 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 not the places – the places that I worked, that <laughs> I Park's managed – corporates are. The places that I worked and I managed, when corporate would come in, yes, we wanted to have it even a little bit cleaner than usual. But at the same time, a corporate guy is not going to be climbing under the table with his fucking flashlight with his three-piece suits on. No, they're going to come, they're going to look at your bottom line, they're going to look at your numbers, they're going to look at your... If they walk by a nasty table or something, they're going to make a comment about that. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to climb on their hands and knees. It's not going to fucking happen. I guarantee it. But you got But you got to be prepared for anything. You got to be prepped for anything. I just felt like it was unprofessional. It's, it's one of those things where I didn't like it's, it. It's one of those things where how many times is how many times does corporate come come to the restaurant? How many times a year does corporate come to the Maybe restaurant? Maybe four times a year, five okay. times. So if four or five times out of the year you got to make some kid crawl, you got to make one of your workers crawl under there to mm-hmm. clean some crumbs. Whoop de fuck. And that's a little bit better. Whoop de fuck. I agree. Whoop de fuck. I agree. If I you, found out after the fact that it's not a nightly thing. If that was a nightly thing, I'd get the fuck out. Even of there. then. Here I'm. Even, I'm gonna go a step further. Even then, even even if corporate doesn't, even if corporate doesn't crawl under there, and you know for a fact, even if the manager knows for a fact corporate isn't gonna crawl under there, keeps ants from going getting under there. Keep prevents ants from getting under there because ants are gonna crawl under there and get some crumbs and shit like that. If whoop the fuck four or five times out of a year, this kid has to crawl under there. Out of a year, that's 365 days. Four or five days out of the year, this kid has to crawl under there. Whoop the fuck. I didn't That's what I say. Personally, I did not appreciate it. I thought well, it was I thought it was unprofessional to the max. They could have waited. You're right. The place closed in an hour. They could have waited one fucking hour to do that instead of doing it in front. Maybe of the, the kid was leaving in a half hour. Maybe the kid was leaving in thirty. Well, minutes. then the kid's gonna have to stay. If you're gonna be that much of a dick, then the kid needs to stay. And the, how much does kid make an hour? Kid they make, make like two dollars an hour. The kid could fucking quit then. I would have quit if that was somebody who did that to me. I'd be fucking. I'd give him the middle finger so hard, kick him in his fat ass, and be out the door. That's just me, though. Second, second thing that happened, and this is more of a, a family thing. So over the holidays, I went out to eat with Kristen's family. We went to a Mexican restaurant in town here. Uh, it was during the light up night. Our town has like the light up night where they do a parade and. It's a lot of fun. We go to it every year. We went to a Mexican restaurant this year, and um, my father-in-law, and I guess my stepmother-in-law, which would be uh, my wife, Kristen, her father, and his wife, which is Kristen's stepmother. They're very, very conservative Trump supporters. I've talked about them on the show before. Kristen's father and I have zero in common. We're oil and water. We're fire and ice. Right. We fight like cats and dogs. We don't. We do not get along. And we went out to eat with them. And it was Kristen's sister, her nephews, her niece, cousins. Like it was a whole gang of us there. 
And it was nice. So we, we go to this restaurant. And our server, being a Mexican restaurant, was a Latino gentleman who spoke broken English. He spoke really, really well. It was really good English. But you could tell he had a thick accent. And our food was good. took a long time. Well, I unfortunately had the pleasure of sitting next to Kristen's father and stepmother. They're sitting on the end. And they're carrying on a conversation with this kid. They're talking to him. They're getting his whole life story. And they ask him, you know, how long have you been in the area? He says, oh, I've been, I've worked here for about four or five months. I've lived here for about six or seven months. You know, I just moved into the area. And they're like, oh, that's great. Do you like it here? She's like, oh, I love it. You know, it's a great town. It's like catching up with him. And then out of the blue, Diane, who's Kristen's stepmother, says to him, so, I have to ask you, are you planning on becoming a citizen? She fucking said that to him, Adam. Why does she have to ask him? She had to. She fucking had I have to ask you, you planning on becoming a citizen? Because, oh, he's obviously Latino. And he's lived in my country for seven months. So, I'm going to ask him, are you planning on becoming a citizen? I was fucking appalled my skin was crawling i could not believe that she had the wherewithal to ask this server he's just trying to make a buck you know he did a great job getting us our did, food okay did did you guys know he was an immigrant no no this you had is, no that's idea that's a great you question had no idea he was an that's immigrant. a great fucking okay, question okay okay he's latino he speaks <clears throat> with a thick Spanish sounding accent. Okay. That's all we knew that about. That was gonna he had dark brown skin and he's working at a Mexican restaurant. That was gonna That's form what we know. that was gonna form my follow up question. question. That was gonna form my follow up question. Because here's the thing. If she if you guys had known he right. was he was an immigrant that was I don't know, like a work visa, then the question of are you gonna become a citizen would not have been a that would not have been a bad question because because here's the thing, if you guys had known that he was on a work visa, then if you would have asked him, oh, you plan to become a citizen, that would have just been a curious question. That would have been a bad question because that's just, you know, making conversation. Because, you know, that's just a genuine question. But if you're just making, if you're just saying like, oh, you're going to be, uh, are you going to get a, you're going to become a citizen when you don't know anything? That's just you assuming, oh, you assume I'm don't, I'm not, you know. I'm glad you asked that question. Because okay, when she okay. fired at him, are you planning on becoming a citizen? His response was, I am a citizen. <laughs> and both of them paused. <laughs> Neither one of them said a word. They both had a puzzled look on their face. How? They looked at each other and did math. You could tell they were like counting in their head. They're like, you said you've only been here seven months. And yet, you're telling us that you are a citizen. How does this happen? As they're like, you can tell, just a few seconds have passed. Yeah. But you could tell all this is churning in their heads. The wheels are turning. And he, he replies with, I was born in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico, yeah. being a United States territory, you are a citizen. Yeah. 
So he is an American citizen. And because of their blatant fucking racism and the gall they had to just ask this poor gentleman who's waiting on our table, when are you going to become a citizen? He fucking let those racist pigs have it with, I fucking am, you sons of bitches. That's what he wanted to say. Ay, partios! <laughs> How long has Puerto Rico been a territory of the United States? Since, like, ever? Just like ever. In fairness, I only learned like six months ago Puerto Rico was a territory of the United States. Oh, so, really? No, really. no, no. Really? I, I have a friend I went to school with who's Puerto really? Rican. Yeah. Okay. So like okay. in fairness, in fair like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend them on that. I only learned like six months ago. Like Puerto Dude, Rico. Come on, Jennifer Lopez. Like Ricky Martin. We I, would lose I these literally, national treasures. I literally only learned like six months ago Puerto Rico yeah, was like dude, Puerto Rico. I, I know nothing of geography or like country other countries, so like it's I only learned. It's obviously not I a only state. That. It's not a state, but it's a territory. And a territory is part of the nation. So I literally only learned that yeah. because because I know I don't know anything of that shit because I I I was never good at geography or any of that shit in school. I was not good at that at all. Well, so like well they are so like for example like I would have been totally ignorant of that. So like if this dude said I was born in Puerto Rico. Like, that would have never registered in my mind, oh, you're a U.S. citizen. Like, that would have never registered in my mind. I'm not making defense of them. Like, they're old, so they should have known that. But, like, me, I'm I'm stupid. Well, after so, he, I'm stupid, so. I, I, you know what? I think Kristen's dad didn't know that either. Because after he had walked away, a couple minutes later, I had heard Diane say to him, <coughs> Puerto Rico's a territory. <laughs> So she was telling yeah. him that, yes. Okay. But a territory, yes. If you're born, territory is part of the country. I know so. that. I know okay. that. Okay. I just okay. did. I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't know before, like six months to like a year ago, that Puerto Rico mm-hmm. was like a territory of the United States. Right. I really didn't know that. Like I felt really dumb, and rightly so. Like I felt really dumb when I learned it. I was like, when did that shit happen? I was like, holy shit, yeah. when did that happen? Fuck and then, and then I found out it was a long ass time ago. I was like. I'm really fucking stupid. I'm yeah. like a real dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. You, it's okay though. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Scott's but, over here like saying like, yeah, you're real. You're real dumb. It's okay. It's okay. Adam, you're dumb. It's okay. <laughs> it's irrelevant though. The the fact that they that they had that they said that to him was just so. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would have never like said like, hey, when you can be a citizen. It was terrible. That's like me terrible. going up to some Asian guy and be like. You liking it in this country? You liking it here? Yeah. It's a, it's like the whole thing happened like a year ago. That's when that big, big, huge hurricane hit Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, killed all those people. They were without they're power. Still, they're from, still, aren't they still like suffering from it? They're still they're suffering still from it. Like that's the, the, it's the, insane. It is still fucked up in Puerto Rico. It is still so bad. And Donald Trump did fucking nothing about it. Like, did nothing. And people are, like, giving him shit. Like, these are Americans that are dying, and you're doing nothing about it. I feel like he didn't know. I feel like he didn't yeah. know. In fairness, I feel like he might have fairness, not known. He should know because he is the president. Right, right. But so, like, I don't think he did. He, he doesn't have an excuse. I, feel I have like, an excuse. I, I'm not being a pol- politician. I have an excuse. I feel I'm just like, a dumb American. I feel like how, how you didn't know and, like... Harry, Chris's dad, didn't know Diane had to be like, it's a territory. I feel like Trump was sitting there like, oh, the hur- Category 5 hurricane just wiped out San Juan, Puerto Rico. 
And he's like sitting there. He's like, yeah, so the fuck what? I want, like, General, uh, whatever his chief of staff guy can never keep straight because they changed, yeah. changed the fucking office. He's like, Mr. President, they're a territory. Yeah. And so the fuck what? What does that mean? What does that mean? They're Americans. <laughs> like, he had to, like, whisper in his ear. Like, I feel like that probably happened. But they're brown. They're brown, right? <laughs> but they're brown. <laughs> they're on the other side of the water. What yeah. are you talking about? They're not, they're not connected. But like, if that hurricane they're not in Hawaii. Have, what are you talking about? If that hurricane would have hit Florida and messed up his golf courses at Mar-a-Lago, you damn well better believe he would have been on top of that shit. Yeah, I just thought that was a really shitty thing for them to come out and ask. It the was. Course I or, mean, yeah, it, you don't, you don't. I don't. I I wouldn't. I I don't. But I I don't think it was a thing. I don't. I wouldn't begrudge them for assuming. Because I'm stupid, and I, like I said a year ago, I only just found out about Puerto Rico being a territory of the United States. But I would never have asked this Puerto Rican person, when are you going to be a citizen? Because I would never assume that. Like, I go down to La Isla, and I assume everybody down there is a citizen because I'm not an asshole. Because, like... I'm not dumb enough. Just because they're brown and they talk funny? I'm not stupid. I assume there's at least one or two people there on a work visa. Mm -hmm. But, like, most of them, yeah, they're probably citizens of the United States. I was hanging out with my friend last night. Uh, He is from Belize, the country of Belize. And he lived in California for a long time. And he, he came into this country illegally. He was an illegal immigrant. And he's, he's older than I am now. A good friend of the show. He's now a citizen. He makes so much money. He has a great job. He's a great guy. And he's brown. And he's a little bit of an accent. But he's been here long enough that you can't even really pick up on it anymore. But just seeing his brown skin, would you go up and ask him, like, hey, are you a citizen? So what no, you're saying is... you don't fucking say that to people. So what you're saying is he stole somebody's job. That's what you're saying. He took a job. He's smart, man. He he's, took, he's smart. He took a job. You know, him, so yeah. yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. I'd love to get him back on the show. Oh yeah, he was. He was. He's he, bummed out. He was on. One he was time. on an episode that was on that I was using defective equipment with. I had to replace equipment because I was using shitty equipment at the time. It wasn't shitty. It was just rundown equipment that was past its use. So I'm. Sh- I want to get him back on the show. Yeah, he's a fun guy. I really like him. So smart. He's worldly. He's yeah. got a lot of great stories. He listens to the show, so I hope Does he, he hears really? this. Yeah. He he really wants to come back on. So we're Don't make that assume, happen. my man. Do not assume because I only found out Puerto Rico was a territory a year ago. I'm stupid. I'm really it's like I say, I'm a really smart dumb guy. I'm a really smart dumb guy. I'm smart, but I'm really fucking stupid. Do you know okay? the other territories? No, I have no idea. I told you, geography's not my thing. So, Puerto geography's Rico, not my I, thing. Let me see. I don't even know if I could do this. Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, Washington, D.C. <clears throat> I think there's one more. There's one more. Wait, Washington, D.C. is not a state? Washington, D.C. is a territory. It's not a state? But they're white people, so... It's not a state? No, it's not a state. What? It's a territory. Washington, D.C. is a territory. It's not a state. Fuck me. I feel like I know that though. Yeah, I knew that. Never mind. I knew that. Wait, so Virgin Islands, Guam, really? Yeah, Guam. Here they are Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, 
the U.S. Virgin Islands, and American Samoa. So, like, when are we going to take the Bahamas? Bahamas are British ter- British so, yeah, territory. But, yeah, but that's Britain. Fuck Britain. When are we going to just take the Bahamas? Why? Why not? Because it's the Bahamas. It's the Bahamas, man. Let's take the Bahamas. I mean, if you want to start the... I think we could beat him. Now. Third revolutionary. We beat him twice already. Yeah, let's beat him. We could beat him again. We beat him twice. We'll beat him again. Revolutionary War, War of 1812. We're 2 and 0 against him. 2 and 0, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it 3 and 0. Let's do it, bro. Let's take the Bahamas. Bahamas. For the War for the Bahamas. Yeah, let's do it. It's a good show, sir. Good show. Good show. We're back. We're, We're back, back at it again. Hey, if you want to get a hold of Four Distraction. Email us, fordistraction at gmail.com. You can find us on all our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. You can find us on SoundCloud. We are also on iTunes. Search for Distraction. Like us, follow us, rate us, comment. The only way we're going to grow is if you help us grow. So share us with your friends. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. You can find us on Podbean. Search the Movie Guys podcast. That is our current hub for the Be Real podcasting network. Currently, the only members of the Be Real network are the Movie Guys podcast and us for uh, for your distraction. So if you guys have a podcast or you guys know another podcast and is looking to become a part of a network, you can let us know or you can let the Be Real or you can let the Movie Guys uh, podcast know. We are always looking for new members who are looking to become part of a family. You know, we're always looking for, you know, new podcasts to join up. You know, it's beneficial for you. It's beneficial for us. You know, it's a mutual thing. Also, right. yeah, let's thank our uh, drink. Oh, yeah, I guess drink. We, yeah. we don't do a beer of the show anymore, but we I guess we had Slip of It's Plum Brandy as our booze of the show. Good shit. Good shit. Thank you guys and Croatia and. Eastern Europe, Bratislava. Bratislava. Yeah. Oh man, Stanley. Stanley. What a guy. I'm like, I know we swooned over him a lot this episode, but he will be missed. He will be, he will missed. be missed. Just remember out there, whether you're Bill Maher, whether you're my in-laws, whether you're anybody listening to this show, there's one important rule that Stanley would have wanted you to live by. And that's, don't be a dick. <laughs>